The But First Stretch podcast taps into the extraordinary endeavors that ordinary humans are doing daily to better their lives and their community. The goal of these conversations is to lengthen and extend our perspective on fitness, nutrition, holistic health, the mind-body connection, and what motivates us. The final portion of each episode will provide a guided meditation to self-reflect on the theme of the interview. Brought to you by Jennifer McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Welcome back to But First Stretch. And if this is your first time, I'm so glad that you are joining me. I just wanted to again extend my gratitude and sincere thanks to everyone who's making this podcast really successful. I love hearing how an episode really stuck with you or what you liked from an episode. It's been so cool to have these conversations outside of my kitchen, outside of the person that I'm interviewing. And I think what makes this so special is that people get to tell their story, what makes them who they are, the challenges that they face, and how they find success doing what they love. So it's super important to me to continue sharing these stories and I appreciate all your support in the process. So if you are liking what you're hearing, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, like, download. I highly suggest downloading because it does, at least on Spotify, it won't charge you for the data you could use. Um, but download the episode and listen to it when you're in the car, when you're running, when you're at the gym, whatever it might be. So in my yoga classes this week, and I know that I'm kind of dating myself, this episode won't come out for another two weeks, but in my yoga classes this week, I've been tapping into Martin Luther King Jr. Day and what it might mean for different people. And when I was in high school, Um, Martin Luther King Jr. is just one of many people who inspired me to go into teaching, inspired me to work with people to make a difference. And a quote that really stuck with me when I was in high school was, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? And for me being 16 years old, that quote was so important. Like, how am I going to use my time on this planet to make a difference. And by the time I got to college, I knew that was in education and working with people. So I've been thinking about it and reflecting on this quote a lot this year. And I I will, I hope Martin Luther King Jr. would agree with me on this. But even though we definitely should be helping others and working towards other people's goals, dreams, etc., we also need to make sure we're filling ourselves up first. So what are you doing for yourself? So in my yoga classes this week, that is my question. What are you doing for yourself so that you can be content to help others? And that's why I really like our guest today because I think that she is a hard worker. She even addresses at the end how she's planning on taking care of herself in 2020. So I really think we'll find a good connection here. But definitely shoot me a message on Instagram, on Facebook. What are you doing to take care of yourself? 
Or what is there something that you want to do to take care of yourself? And what's really fun is when I go around my yoga classes, I'm like, ooh, I really want to do that. That sounds awesome. So sometimes we can even find how to care for ourselves best by listening to what other people do. So today on But First Stretch, um, we are going to be discussing and being in conversation with Casey Manwaring. She is owner of Goals Fit, which is located in Maniunk, Pennsylvania. Casey has an incredible resume in this Philadelphia area. She's been named Best of Philly Personal Trainer in Philly Magazine, and her running program was also awarded Best of Philly in 2017. She is one of Philly's finest. I always love when the PH comes out of the F um, because of her commitment to people and has been featured in a lot of local magazines. Many people I personally know rave about her boot camp class, which you can also find in the suburbs. She's also a running coach and has various programs in the area for all levels, and she's going to tap into the all levels in our podcast, which I love. She's an avid runner herself, having run over 20 marathons, and her fastest time being a 3.02. That's right, three hours and two minutes in the Philadelphia Marathon. Her goal, her motto for Goals Fit is make fitness fun for all levels and ages. So I love that. Make fitness fun for all levels and ages. So let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. Hi, Casey. Welcome. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Uh, So tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your background? Where are you from? And how did you get into fitness? Okay, sounds good. Um, So let's see. I'm from New York, and I went to St. Joe's um, and pretty much have been in Philadelphia ever since. Um, At St. Joe's, I studied psychology, um, graduated, kind of had a bunch of different jobs, um, always have been into running and trying to get other people into running. Um, kind of just did it on the side and then eventually I made it my full-time job. That is awesome. So what's been the most rewarding part of your job? The most rewarding part is um, when you see how people actually catch on to fitness mm-hmm. and it becomes a way of life for them and they start um, structuring their activities, what they're doing on the weekends, how early they're getting up, what they're not doing on the weekends to make um, the fitness happen. And seeing them do it with other people, so it it not only becomes something that helps them physically, but emotionally and kind of all over the place. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. And how about challenging? Because you started your own business, right? You were doing something totally not related to fitness. Right, so I've had my business for 11 years, and um, 11 years ago, um, I was doing medical sales for an MRI company, and it was when like, the economy was pretty bad, so I got laid off, actually. Um, At the time, I was a sales rep for an MRI company, so I had a super flexible schedule. So luckily, at that time, I got certified to do the personal training on the side, And little by little, I was getting pretty busy, Um, so that was comforting once I got laid off to know that I had like a little bit of a, a little bit of a flow going, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when I started it. And did you ever look back? Like, do you miss working in? No, I don't miss that at all. 
And but I'm very grateful for it. I'm very grateful for for all the jobs I had leading up to this one, because they all came in very handy. Um, everything from like waitressing, where you're trying to make mm-hmm. a ton of different people happy all at the same time, um, customer service, where you have to, you know, try to make everybody happy all the time, and especially all my sales jobs where. Um, you know, you gotta always keep trying to sell something else or invent something else or start something else. So what would you say is the hardest part about running Goals Fit? The hardest part is it gets addictive. Like mm-hmm. fitness is so fun. <laughs> you can do so many different things with it mm-hmm. for moms, for people just getting into it, which I really like working with them, um, for runners like myself. Um, you can be creative with the community and try to structure events or workouts towards like the Broad Street Run or a race going on locally. So it can get kind of addictive. Like I never was a type of person back in the day to be like, oh, I'm going to work at my computer and skip my run. But I find myself now mm-hmm. like getting so into something where I'll put something else mm-hmm. that might be more beneficial on the side. Yeah. Um, so just it's fitness is very fun and it can get a little bit addicting trying to create new things and Mm -hmm. you can't you can't do it all you gotta you know have some time for yourself and whatnot Mm -hmm. absolutely I feel that yeah (laughs) absolutely um and so goals fit is located in Maniac like the actual physical place right yes and but you serve people all over this area right yeah totally so um well when I first started it I had just a really small room on the side street in Roxborough and I just personal trained there um, and then I started the boot camp, which definitely took my business to the next level. Um, and at the time, we just had the boot camp at the Roxborough track. But little by little, I've started them in at Miles Park, um, Fort Washington, Lloyd Hall down in the city. So a little bit of everywhere. Um, so the actual building is in Maniunk. Actually, we just moved to a nice bigger location. Um, but. Are, we love to take advantage of outdoors, so you can pretty much find our boot camps in a little bit of a few different places. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, so we're going to dive into this workout portion because okay. I have so many great questions about your business um, that I think other people are really interested in hearing about. Um, so how does your goals fit model differ than from other health, fitness, class-based centers? Because it sounds like you do a little bit of a lot, right? Yeah. Well, number one, we totally love the outdoors. Um, I'm a always have been a big fan of it. That's probably why I like running so much because it is outdoors. Um, so we use that as like our main gym. Um, no matter where you work out, like you're never gonna find a gym prettier than like watching the sunrise or something. Um, so that will always be what keeps us out, stand to stand out. Um, number two, we're really like goal oriented, hence the name Goals Fit. Um, so whether if someone's coming in to get in shape for their wedding or to train for a marathon, um, we try to like keep that always in the picture. And I try to always like keep people brainstorming of like different goals that they could train for. Um, a 5k, a half marathon, or um, just to work out every other day for two months straight. So really the, the goals, like keep it keep that being the main focus. And then the third thing um, is definitely like how personable we are. Um, probably has my, it's 
it's great that I do it, but it also can get tiring. I am like so into it, so I know what everybody's doing like when they're not there. So it's super personable, I would say. And I hope it's always like that, even if I'm not like leading the show all the time. And I think that's so important. Like if you're going to go to a place, I know me personally, I like to be recognized. Yeah, Like it's exactly. so nice, I think. Yeah. That someone's like, oh, I care about your goals too. Totally. Yeah. I listened to this podcast um, around the new year and it was the difference between fitting in and belonging. Mm. And so, for example, um, we have like a track program on Tuesday nights and we have all different levels. And someone may show up at the track for the first time that never ran, can't even get a lap around the track. And they might look at this group and think to themselves like, I totally don't fit in here. And in a way, they don't fit in. They've never run yet, you know. But the point of the podcast was like, you can make them belong. Mm. And so that's what I try to do, especially at the track programs. And I think that's why they're so successful and ranging from all different levels. Because, you know, they may not fit in that first session, but you can make them belong, make them feel good, and then they'll keep coming back. And before you know, they're fitting in and they're making the new people feel mm. like they belong, you know. That's awesome because I do think any kind of workout-based program yeah. is really intimidating. Like I even talk to people who are like, oh, I'm not going. So-and-so is not going, so right, I'm not exactly. going to come. Yeah. But that's awesome is that once you build that community with each individual, then they're like, well, I they'll know be, other people here. Exactly. They'll be more likely to come back. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think it's really important with workouts because you need that track workout. And if you're not attempting it and you're afraid to attempt it, then it's like you don't get that, I don't know, that extra sense of yeah. community. Or exactly. Yes, exactly, because mm -hmm. they'll be more likely to fall off the wagon. Mm -hmm. You know, if they don't go that Tuesday, well, then they might not go the next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, they're not following the schedule. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So cool. Um, what's the biggest misconception people have prior to working out with you? Like, if someone's coming into your business, like, what do they think you're about, maybe? They think, and probably everyone else listening to this podcast will have got the impression that you have to run. Like, you have to be a runner to come to goals. Like, no, you absolutely don't. Of course, I try to encourage everybody to get out there and enjoy the fresh air and run. But there's a ton of other workouts at goals that um, would be great for you as well. Did I see you have a kettlebell work, yes, like workout? Yes, we, we do a lot of kettlebells. I love kettlebells. Um, TRX, body weight, and boot camp. A little bit of everything. And yoga, actually. Trying to keep our runners healthy. I saw that. I love <laughs> that. That That's the class I want to go to. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite workout? I well, besides running kettlebells. Okay. Um, it kind of gives me that same high running does. Like, uh, nice, good sweat. It's fast, which I like. A lot of kettlebell movements you should go fast at so I like that um, and it you can be so creative with the moves mm. um, so I would say kettlebell for sure yeah because I guess kettlebells involve a lot of arm and leg strength and core it's a ton oh, of core yeah. totally so mm -hmm. um, yeah I love the kettlebells that's awesome um, what suggestions do you have for beginners you said you love working with beginners yeah. who want to get started into fitness but aren't really sure what to do um, well, one to call goals fit, of course. <laughs> um, but I would say just to start small. Sometimes people, you know, s like will go out and try to run two miles. And that's painful. That's a lot on your body when you're not used to that. So I would suggest to start small. Maybe walk a minute, run a minute. 
Um, maybe don't plan on going to the gym every day. Maybe start with Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So the first one would be to sm start small. Second one would be to have a goal. Um, you know, maybe give yourself a goal like three months out. Um, a certain number of workouts, certain amount of pounds that you lost, um, certain amount, amount of miles you could run, something that you can kind of look back and see your hard work and see that you accomplished accomplish the goal. And then the third one would be to maybe get a friend to do it with you because mm -hmm. um, it makes it more fun. It's someone that can hold you accountable. It doesn't have to be someone that you go to the gym with every morning or every other morning, but you can kind of just check in with one another at the end of the week or did you go, okay, I better go tomorrow or something like that. Yeah. So start small, set a goal and try to find a friend. And if you don't have a friend, I can set you up with someone at Goals Fit. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why Goals Fit is so successful because people, first of all, make that community. Yeah. And second of all, they have people who notice like, oh, I saw you weren't there. Is totally. everything okay? Which yeah. Is super important. Yeah, and it's like I guess it's kind of amazing cuz it's it is such a community and it's like all, almost like I see I see them out running all the time without me. I see all these gold shirts. It's yeah, it's such a community. Like they really do a good job of latching on and then kind of doing their own thing as well, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the goals shirts are so cute. I love yes, seeing them. I love my apparel. <laughs> oh, I should have brought you one. I will next time. <laughs> Um, how many personal clients do you train? I train about 15 to 18 a week. Oh, wow. um, okay. So a little bit of everybody, which I love. I absolutely love the personal training. Um, I mentioned to you, I, my dream job is a, a talk show therapist, but my second dream, dream job is a psychologist mm -hmm. or a therapist. So I feel like the personal training really gets the one-on-one -on -one that I love. Mm -hmm. um, I see a little bit of everybody. Some people in their 70s, a lot of women in their 50s. Um, so I like that. It's a little bit of everybody and, um, it's fun. It's always different and I'm really lucky. Everyone's super nice to work with. Yeah, that's true. I guess if you work with someone like once a week, right, you they really get, to, you know get them. to know them and they tell you things it's like the hairdresser, right? You, yes. tell, you tell your hairdresser everything. Exactly. And it becomes like your colleagues in a way because mm -hmm. you're not going into an office. So you know, you, you, you talk to them every, for an hour or two every week, you know, you really get to know them. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Um, is there a workout that we all should be doing? Um, I would say rather than a workout, you should do something outside, like preferably a workout, whether it's running, kettlebells. Um, if you're kind of lost in the gym, like take it outside. It's so much better. It's, it, does it kills a bunch of um not kills but like it fulfills it sh i should say fulfills a lot of things you need the fresh air the sun um it makes you appreciate everything you know the beautiful world so i would say just to take it outside whether it be for a 30 minute walk um once a week a run a boot camp outside definitely try to do like one thing once a week outside physical yeah it's actually funny my husband and i always thought we were summer and fall runners but in the last few years yeah. we love training in the winter time like I don't know if that makes us weird no I'm with you <laughs> maybe because we're sick of being inside I know. or yeah. it's very I find it very like invigorating going outside in the winter yeah and you know it stinks like when you see like this morning it said 19 degrees on my cell phone and I said 
oh my goodness. Like, right. Am I crazy? And then I'm, like, you go, you run, you work out, yeah. and you're like, oh well. Like My husband always says it takes <laughs> three minutes to forget about how cold it is. Yeah, I feel like as long as my hands yes. are warm, I'm fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if the hands get cold, then I'm like, I can't function. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, take it outside if you can. The same thing too. Like I walk um, my son to school and he goes like three times a week. And this morning it said 20 degrees on my phone. And I was like, well, let's bundle them up. Like people do this in Norway, right? Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> They're bundled up properly. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for them. Yeah. So I, I like that. We should all be going outside. outside yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, do you switch up, and this is like kind of switching gears, do you okay. switch up your classes at Goals Fit? Or are they like, you know how if you go into a gym, like it's basically like every Monday is this class. Yeah. Every two, do you switch Good up point. like by weeks, by months? Yeah, all the classes are kind of, um, have a different, uh, focus in mind. Um, for example, Monday happens to be like killer cardio, um, Wednesdays is a lot of strength. So yes, I try to um, definitely switch it up, or, but keep it consistent, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so switch it up weekly, um, but to always kind of get a little bit of cardio in there because I think people like that just even mentally, mm -hmm. like leaving with that little buzz of getting a little cardio in there, for mm -hmm. sure. And what are some cardio activities you would do indoors, perhaps? Um, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of body weight type of exercises, squat thrust, burpees, star jumps. Um, it's amazing how you can get that heart rate up, heart rate up, just even doing things at, in a pretty timely fashion, jump rope. Um, in the winter, I actually rent out a really big facility, a tennis facility in East Falls, um, which attracts a huge crowd. Um, so that enables, uh, enables us to get a good bit of running in still. Um, which is good if people really take a liking to that because it attracts so many people and because, you know, a lot of, when the weather's icy or whatever outside, it does let people kind of run fast and furiously all over. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, what's your favorite race to train for? Well, I absolutely love training for marathons, okay. preferably ones in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, I love Philly because it's late enough so you really get to enjoy how beautiful the fall is. Mm. Um, so I, I love the whole process. I love, and I love training people for marathons because you get them to five miles and 10 miles and then woohoo, they're at 13 miles. So like just every little... Um, increase is like a little bit of a celebration for sure and I don't know I just view it like kind of as a journey the whole process of training mm -hmm. you did you as well when yeah you trained? like I love the 20 milers I'm crazy but I love them I I feel that I initially get really anxious like when I first start the training and you're not even doing yeah. a lot of mileage right and then once I get into the longer mileage I feel like those are the runs I look forward to totally like love, yeah. there's nothing better than like clearing your mind and having nowhere to, like the only place you have to be during that time is running running yeah yeah especially when the weather is awesome yeah exactly it's more like you're getting anxious thinking how like if I I have to get this running like it has yeah. to happen you know you don't um so definitely yeah I would just say any marathon but preferably I'm not like a huge summertime runner so mm -hmm. <clears throat> really like to do the long runs in the fall yeah and then like that way you can start the long runs in September Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. I also feel that 
I go back and forth with Broad Street, like just personally. Okay. Like I love Broad Street. I, if you have not done Broad Street, you yes, have, you to, have do to do it. it. It's so much fun, and it's def- it's like an experience. It's a party. Exactly. All of it, like from getting there yeah. to the bib, um, to the lottery. <laughs> to yeah. And honestly, if you don't get accepted in the lottery, wait around. Like there's always bib. I was yes, there's totally. always bib. Someone's available. always giving one up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's like a run that when I train for it, I'm like so excited because it's just going to be a great time. time. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also found that the Philly 10K is like super fun. Like, have you done that yet? I have not done okay. the Philly 10K. It's kind of like a party. Um, at that point, it's in the late summer. So you, most people haven't done a race since probably the Broad Street. Um, yeah, it's just awesome. It's a fast run. They've been like super lucky the past few years. It's been really nice weather, not super hot. Um, they have great gear. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Okay. Philly 10K. Yeah. I'll have to write that one down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Philadelphia Runner sponsors that one, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then there's another one um, that was the first year was last year, but I think it would be a great first race um, for a woman. It's called the Queen of Prussia, mm-hmm. and it's a 10K, so it's a little bit more than a 5K, not quite the Broad Street Run. Um, super like welcoming environment. It's in King of Prussia, so it's a little bit less intimidating than going down to the city. But if anyone is looking for something a little bit more than a 5K, I think that would be a great one to do as well. And that's in, I think, May. At the end of I actually signed up for it. It's June oh, 6th. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, there's yeah. definitely a peer pressure sign okay. up. Um, but I know a lot of people who did it last yes, year. I'm going to do it this year for sure. And they raved about it. And there was like a, a little thing right before the new year. And I was like, well, there you go. Sign, sign up for it. Up. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for that one. Yeah. It is pretty yeah, new. Yeah, I'm excited right? too. Yeah. I'm it nervous. Is, this will be the second year. Because like KOP has hills. Like there are runs. Like there used to be that. I think. I'm pretty sure it's pretty flat. Okay. It's on the Chester Trail, New Park. Um, New Park, where all the stores are, so you can go shopping after. (laughs) Um, But yes, yeah, I'll see you there. Awesome. (laughs) Um, The town center in KOP is awesome. Okay, yes. Yeah, that's that's a really cool place. And the Chester Valley Trail is actually a really awesome place to run in the wintertime. Okay. It's maintained. Oh, that's what I heard. They they actually plow it. And so if you're looking for an outdoor place to run, just park over at Wegmans and it's relatively safe. I know that like Adam Joseph runs on that trail sometimes. He might say hi. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. And do the food shopping after. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. So maybe that's a race you, if you're just getting started, might be fun to do with some friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make a day out of it mm-hmm. cool um so those are the races we should sign up any other races we should sign up for this year um let's see I would say just something you maybe have never done before even if it's like a shorter race mm-hmm. switch it up it's always I've I'm looking forward this year I'm not doing Boston I haven't done a marathon lately to qualify for one but I'm kind of happy about it because so many years like I won't do the hot chocolate race because of that so I'm looking forward this year to kind of like switching it up so yeah I would just say yeah sign up for something you've never done before yeah yeah and maybe a new distance I guarantee to get a PR that way yeah (laughs) um a really fun one is in December is the loop loop run that goes it's the Kelly drive loop okay super fun it's a it's like a weird distance like I don't know eight point something something. yeah Yeah. so that's like a really fun one to do because you're like it's not really a 10 miler. It's a little more than 10 right. Yeah, that's a fun distance. That is fun. Yeah. Um, 
So you also do work with kids, right? Yes. Um, I actually heard about your program years ago. Uh, Coach Christy Campbell, who was on a few weeks ago, um, her daughter participates in Supergirl Strides. Yes. Tell Um, us about this program. So I started that, I think, six years ago, and basically just two clients of mine that had girls kind of asked if I would be ever interested in putting together a little girls running program. And I, of course, was all about it. But I was, I just got like so pumped up about it and I wanted to make it very good. And um, it totally took off, it was a hit. Um, so the, the three main things that we teach the girls are, um, one, that exercise is fun, so we make it super fun. Um, two, that they have to cheer on their teammates, which is very cute that. to like see, like, go Fiona. <laughs> um, and then three, to never give up, of course. Um, so each little practice is kind of structured around that. We'll do little drills. Um, and they, you know, always have to cheer or they have to run. And then we always finish with doing a big lap. Um, the Kanchi one meets at the Caldwell Park. And so we'll do that big lap at the end. But yeah, it's adorable. All the little girls are so cute. We end the, um, it's usually like a five or six week program, but we end it with a fun run. Um, They all get little medals, it's super cute. I love that. I love how you're encouraging cheering on your teammates. You're all like cooling down together, essentially. Yes, exactly. Um, I find that um, one of the things as, as a former coach, um, a lot of times, kids, I feel like, in middle school, high school, they have so much to do, right. and they'll sometimes leave the meet before it's over, right. and it, like, breaks my heart, and I know, like, they might have another activity That's or a true, dentist yeah. appointment, and I totally get that, but it, like, breaks my heart, because I'm like, no, we got to cheer for everyone, like, let's right. wait. No, in fact, I would say at our practice, you get the most cheers if you're the la- in the last place. Because <laughs> everybody will be at that finish line really yelling. So, um, yeah, that's a good point. It is nice to always stick around and wait mm-hmm. for the... i got to teach my older crew to do that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I love the never quit. Yes. Don't yeah. give up. That's so important. And I feel that, you know, if you see kids, like, in the, in the wild, they love running. If you like tell my three year old, like, "Hey, run to that tree," he's like excited and he'll do it. They're so into They're it. They're so yeah. into it. So it's so fun. Yeah. To like keep that their energy up that way. Yeah, and then just to like remind them at the end of the practice all the running that they did. Like, you know, you ran around that whole lap. They get really into it. It's yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, he did a few, and this is a really cute one. If you have kids, they have a kids fun run at the Midsummer Nights series through Bryn Mawr and they have a kids fun run and at the end they get like a lollipop and he ran for that lollipop oh, it was nice. like sometimes he can kind of just like take his time, time. but he's like he knew there there's, was a prize there's the a end. prize at the yeah. end yeah yeah um so that kind of leads me on my next question is there a reason that it is um tailored to girls only um, I think the spring and the fall program, Supergirl Striders, that's just girls because I did kind of want to focus on like cheering and encouraging one another on. Um, I have nothing against boys. We do have a little summer program in Conchalkin that is called Summer Striders. Um, so I will say I need twice as many, twice as much staff when the boys are involved. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think just with the girls, I just wanted to keep it on, like really encouraging one another to keep going and, you know, run farther, run faster, do what you can. Um, 
but the summer program is cute with the boys involved as well. And I ask this because I don't, again, I, I felt bad being like, why is it only girls? Because I actually have nothing wrong with it being only girls. I yeah. think that's awesome. And I think, I think there should be a place for specifically women's athletics. And yeah, so for exactly. me, I'm like, I think that's awesome. We, we need to continue encouraging girls to build healthy habits and cheer each other on because sometimes we like lose sight of those things. Yeah, totally. I will say with the summer program, it's, you know, super cute. We have like a kids obstacle course one day, a balloon. Um, but it doesn't seem as kind of, um, like tight, I would say it's a, it's fun, but they don't feel like that bond at the end of like the six weeks. Cause as the girls do, I would say. Yeah. And I even noticed, and this might be a total fluke, but we have my son in like soccer shots and in the summer there were like six boys. And again, it's co-ed at right. like a young age, which is like totally fine. Cause they're all we care about is him like learning to listen and, yeah. and doing what's expected of him. And I will say like that summer season where there were like that small number of boys, I don't know if it was because they were all like the same age. Like it was, he listened. All the boys, they were scrimmaging. And I was like, wow, this is like, this is awesome. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes like when there's too many people and maybe that's a sign that it's okay to like separate. Separate, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that was just my question because... Again, I'm totally fine with it. So how old's your daughter? She's seven months. Okay, so she yeah. has three and a half, four years, and then she can become a super girl. So. Yeah, yeah. And we always joke because she's, like, into everything. We're like, she's going to be the athletic one of the two of them. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Or she just has to, like, fend for herself when her brother, like, pushes her around right, a little exactly. bit. Right, exactly. It's the youngest. They're always yeah. the toughest. Yeah. Um, so would you ever do more kids' fitness classes? Yes, I totally love them. Um, I would do more for sure. Um, You know, I think I would want to do them always outside. Mm -hmm. I don't have any interest to do them inside my gym. Um, I kind of want to let the kids go free a little bit. So, um, yeah, I would definitely add more. It's just sometimes a matter of finding the right people to help you out because obviously I can only be at one place at a time. But I will always keep the Supergirls striders going there. It always books up. It's such a nice group of little girls and they seem to love it before you know it i'll probably be hiring the ones that started with me a few years ago Aww. to help me out right yeah that's so cute <laughs> that'll make me feel old yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah as a teacher that you do start to feel yeah old. yeah when you're like oh you're 28 <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's funny because i have um mommy and me programs in the summer Ooh. and the nicer or the spring and the nicer weather and so those kids, when they were infants, they're, they're now Supergirl Striders. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I remember when you were in a stroller. Yeah, so before you know it, they'll be, they'll be my staff. <laughs> That's awesome. And, you know, I think it's so great that your goals fit does span. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. From, like, was... every kind of age group, background. Yeah. That's really amazing. Yeah, it's a little bit of everybody, that's for sure. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask you the three questions that I ask everyone on the show. Okay. So my first one is, what stretches are you doing in your own life right now? So it doesn't have to be running or fitness related. Right. It can be. Okay. So yeah, I thought about this. So, you know, you think of stretch, you think of like something to relieve like tension or stress, right? So f- I am kind of... 
this past year was super busy. We bought a house and I moved the gym and I had an injury. And I think being so busy and having all that stress did not help my injury. Mm. So for 2020, I'm kind of thinking like less is more, like Mm -hmm. sometimes doing nothing um, is doing the most. So yeah, there we go. I like that. Doing nothing (laughs) is doing the most. I just thought of that, that, that. But yeah, I just have to chill a little bit, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And what are, what are ways that you are going to find yourself? Yeah. So, um, well, I've been taking yoga. Um, I've been, you know, when I sometimes wake up and I'm like, ah, my leg doesn't feel great today. I'm not running or I'm not doing Mm -hmm. anything. You know, I'm not going to like push it. I've been down that road. Um, with work, you know, I'm going to enjoy what I have. I have a nice new gym now. Um, I'm going to make the most out of what I do have in the programs and make them the best before I like add on a ton of new things. Awesome. So yeah, let's check back in a year to see how it worked out. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to check back. (laughs) Um, what is something that you were enjoying doing in your life for you? And maybe that even kind of ties into that. Yeah. Like today, for example, um, like, yeah, less is best. Like today, for example, I, after a client, usually I would clean up the gym or get out of the gym and go work someplace else. But I, I actually listened to your podcast with Christy Campbell um, and just like stretched and like did a little bit of everything, things that like felt good on my body, like lay down a little bit, like light stretching. So um yeah, I'm kind of just like enjoying taking it back a, li- a little bit of a slower pace. I love that. I think, and me being someone that came from like the power yoga yeah. community and being a runner. And us runners tend to like go, go, go all the time. And there's, I, I took a restorative class with Carrie Hanlon, like right in the heyday of me coaching, teaching, doing yoga. Yeah. And I was like, this is the most amazing thing. I'm just hugging this bolster and <laughs> And my hip feels yeah. great. Right, right, right. Exactly. Just stay in one spot. or It's so... And those classes are so important. I mm-hmm. love that you just like slowed it down, did some stretching. Because again, yeah, sometimes we're like, oh, more is better. Right. The more I sweat, the more I work out. It's better for me, but it's also good to Yeah, do restore. the opposite. Yeah, do yeah. the restore. Exactly. <laughs> um, what is something you can't stop talking about? Uh, well, just on Friday, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Have you seen it? I have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. So I felt like that kind of just, um, I loved how creative Queen, Queen was. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like this past week I've been talking about that, but usually I'm always talking about running and getting <laughs> outside and what everybody else is running and whatnot. That is awesome. And I know I didn't get to ask you here, but... Um, Casey ran a 302 marathon in my prime day. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> and what, like, I'm going to ask you another question on sure. the spot. What advice do you have for someone who is looking to, I don't know, get to their individual threshold? Because I'm not saying everyone here right. is going to be running a three or three or two yeah. marathon. Um, coaching advice, like not to overcomplicate it, you know, to take the easy days easy to, um, recover the following recover after speed workouts i'm a big fan of getting 
one challenging workout at least in a week Mm -hmm. um actually i would maybe just say like one hard one and then with your long run kind of incorporating some um speed into it maybe every other week or so um but yeah don't overcomplicate it these days there's so many different coaches out there so many different plans so many different garments and you know strava all this technology um but just run don't and give yourself time you know you can't get a five-hour marathon and then say next year you're going to qualify for Boston. Mm -hmm. Like small, think small. Take 10 minutes off, take 20 minutes off, and then before you know it. And just to enjoy it. Don't get carried away with all the nonsense out there. (laughs) I love that. And actually that was like a big thing for me doing like a a tempo long run. Like if you're supposed to run 15 miles, maybe somewhere in the middle do like four race pace or something. I like that. It makes the long run go faster, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? Um, it gets those legs ready to go fast during the marathon or half marathon. Yeah, I love those type of runs. Yeah. Thank you awesome. so much for sharing yes, this with us. Yes, thank you. I'm happy to be here. This was so exciting. And good luck. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation I had with Casey about her dreams, her goals, and what she does at Goals Fit located in Maniunk. And hopefully you get an opportunity to take one of her classes. I wanted to come back to the idea we t- I talked about at the beginning of the podcast, which was about kind of tapping into you and making sure you're taking care of yourself before you take care of others or work to make a difference in the world. And I think that Casey even kind of brought that up here. For her, it would be slowing down. And this meditation that I've written is about slowing down. But I wanted to add a third element to it, which I think they're all related, this concept of slowing down, taking care of yourself, and maybe letting go of comparisons that you might have with other people. So here's the kind of story that ties it together for me. A few weeks ago, I did a little yogis class, and the theme was the hungry caterpillar, and we ended up planting tomato seeds at the end. And one of my friends sent me, like a week later, her tomato seeds, her daughter's tomato seeds had bloomed. And in the moment, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I'm so happy that someone had success with their tomatoes. And then a week later, as I'm kind of watering the tomato with my son again, and ours has not bloomed at all, I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of sad. Like, I was hoping my son would be able to see this tomato bloom. And this kind of brought me into this thought here of... Sometimes when we compare other people's lives, we feel that we need to hustle and bustle and make things work for ourselves to find success. But really, there's no, there's no way I can make that tomato plant grow anymore, right? It's up to the plant at this point. Just like some leaves in the fall willingly fall off the trees while other trees hold on to their leaves a little bit longer. So we're all in different points of our lives and that comparison element can add a little bit of anxiety and stress and this need to keep doing more. And it's not letting us kind of tap into our own self and our own self-care that we need to make the actual difference. So I wanted to explain that because there's a few elements in this meditation I wrote that I thought were important. Uh, We will be doing um, imagining ourselves as a seed and I'll guide you into, I don't know, what kind of seed you want to be. For example, I took the tomato plant as 
what was blooming for me. You might have a flower, you might have another vegetable, you might have a tree. It doesn't matter what it is, but I'll get you into that place at the beginning of the meditation as well. So this meditation is about giving ourselves that ability to slow down so that we can focus on the clarity in our lives before we start to make a difference in the lives of other people. So come to a comfortable seated position. And in this meditation, you are welcome to lie down if that's more comfortable. I will say if you choose to lay down, keep your awareness present so that you do not fall asleep. And lower your gaze or gently close the eyes, completely relaxing the face, maybe even letting the jaw relax, opening the mouth a tiny bit. And bring your left hand to the heart. And let the right hand come on top of the left. And start to find a picture in your mind of something in nature that's beautiful to you. Don't think too much about it. And I want you to take that image. Just tuck it away for a moment. We'll come back to it at the end. So it could be a pumpkin. It could be the tomato stalk. It could be a beautiful hydrangea plant. It could be an oak tree. Whatever it is, tuck that image away. And bring your hands to your belly. Take five breaths here. Noticing the belly rise and expand. Keep your awareness on your breath. As your breath slows down, let the mind slow down. Slow down. Let your muscles relax. Allow your body to sink into the floor, the chair, whatever is supporting you. Slowing down requires less activity, less hurriedness. In this moment, there is no need to rush. When we slow down and breathe, we have more room for clarity, more room for planting the seeds of success.
slow down and breathe. Allow the quiet to surround you as your mind grows quiet and clear. There is just quiet. Be aware of the peace around you as you move into your inner peace. There is just peace. Feel the quiet. Feel the peace. Breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Imagine you are a seed being planted into the earth. Get cozy and nestled into the soil. Imagine a watering can above you gently dropping drops of water on you. Feel the water refreshing you, allowing you to grow. Before you expand upwards, feel your roots start to grow down into the earth, into the soil. Take hold, building your foundation. This will make it difficult to get uprooted when the weather is bad. Now, begin to feel yourself grow upwards towards the sky uncurling and blooming whatever plant stood out to you imagine yourself growing into the fullest expression of that plant allow yourself to grow slowly letting your roots remain firm in the soil Look up. Notice the sun.
Allow the sunlight to fuel you. As you continue to expand upward, perhaps outward, When you've fully bloomed, pause. Take notice of your amazing limbs and body. Notice your beauty. Give yourself a few moments to bask in the glory of the sun. When you're ready, gently bring your eyes open, blinking them, and pause, coming back into the space that you're in before you start your day again. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of But First Stretch. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and the meditation. If you have any questions or there's anything you would love for me to bring into the community, please send me a message. And please follow me on Instagram at Jennifer McCracken or FitFamConchi. Here we will be discussing the ideas and I'd love for your feedback. Have a wonderful day.